One of our very favorite radio stations in the whole world is KZFR Chico. We've been privileged to have a relationship with the station for I don't know how many years at this point. We've talked in this program in the past about how we need to go up there, make a field trip, pay him a visit, and talk to the general manager. And happily, today is the day we are doing that, and I'm delighted to be able to say welcome to Radio Parallax, Rick Anderson, general manager of KZFR Chico. Woohoo! Thanks, Doug. <laughs> We love your show, and your show is, is a very popular show here in Chico, um, and does really well in Pledge Drive, and everybody loves it. So thank you for your contributions to KCFR. Well, sir, it is my pleasure to do this, and you guys, I'm, I've been looking at the lineup you guys have, and it, it is, we should actually talk about this, because like many stations, you bring uh, Amy Goodman's Democracy Now! up to, uh, to the Northern Valley, and you've got a lot of other wonderful, well, my specialty, of course, is public affairs. You've got quite a wonderful sure. lineup. Yep. We are really uh, lucky to have some great local hosts, too, on, on our shows. Uh, Tuesday, we have a show called Ecotopia with uh, Stephen uh, Chudy and Susan Chudy, and they do a wonderful job. Wednesday in the evening, another one of our great local public affairs shows is called The Real Issue with Sue Hildebrand. Thursdays in the afternoon, you're on, and then we have uh, some other rotating hosts and rotating shows that follow you at 6 o'clock on Thursday. And Friday, we have a really important show called The Peace and Justice Program. Um, we really do, we try to reflect our audience and the diverse nature of our audience. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't realize there was a Ralph Nader, Nader uh, radio hour. Ralph has a show. Yes. There you, there you go. <laughs> and a prominent among, the, I guess, is a transition between your public affairs and other shows. You have a Harry Shearer's Le Show. Yes, we do. We should talk about your background a bit. You've been around the block a few times, and among people you've hung out with in, in previous years was Mr. Shearer himself. Yep. We worked together at KMET in Los Angeles in the 80s. And Harry was just a DJ on there playing tunes and, you know, being, being a DJ and mainly all about music. But he had his comedy bits and he did comedy, uh, he did calls and stuff like that too. And one of my most prominent memories of, of Harry and his time was that he got fired on the air by Shadow Stevens. <laughs> and then I think rehired like maybe the next day or an hour later after Shadow figured that this wasn't very smart and they were just getting mad at each other. But so it's kind of a personal thing. To I, take. I think so. I think the boss just called him up on the phone <laughs> while, while he was on the radio and fired him. <laughs> Talk a bit about, about your background. I think we should do sure. that because, I mean, you, you sounds like you've been just about everywhere. I grew up back east. I grew up in Washington, D.C. My dad worked for NASA and was in the Navy, and my mom was uh, a Navy mom and took care of the kids. And uh, my dad worked uh, in various capacities for NASA, and probably by the end of his career, I think he was the... Director or deputy director of engineering and facilities, so he traveled a lot, and you know I ended up you know kind of wanting to go to school out of town or out of the state of Virginia, and I ended up going to school at the University of Tennessee in Knoxville, and I got into broadcasting there. I always you know for whatever reason I always wanted to be on the radio. I was one of those kids that listened to the radio a lot and grew up listening to music and just the Washington Senators games. You know, it was it was part of me. Music has always been a really important part of my life, and that's how I kind of just gravitated into the the field of communications. And news and public affairs were always part of that too, and and very uh, significant interest of mine. But 
ended up at the University of Tennessee because mom and dad got me in the car and drove me down there. Okay. <laughs> Said, you're going to school. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> and how'd you wind up in L.A.? Or was L.A. the place everybody wound up having to go? Or well, you know, I mean, after, I, I, when, I, when I got out of college, I, I, went to, I went back home to Washington, D.C. and was working with, at D.C. 101 when Howard Stern was there. And they all fired us at once. They fired Howard and they fired everybody at once. They cleaned house. So I kind of just became a radio uh, gypsy for a while and worked in Atlanta and worked in Florida, worked in Miami. And one day while I was watching the David Letterman show, which is 1230 at night back then, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, somebody from Los Angeles called, a program director from Los Angeles called and said, Los Angeles calling, we want you out here. And I went, okay, can you fly out tomorrow? Uh, probably not, maybe the next day. Uh, so they flew me out to Los Angeles, and, and next thing I knew, I was in California working at KMET in Los Angeles. Uh, well, how did that come about? Somebody just happened to be in DC listening, or uh, they had heard me on the radio and had heard tapes. Tapes of mine had been kind of distributed, and that's that's kind of how it happened. I didn't have an agent or anything, nothing like that. It was um, it was just you know kind of word of mouth and you know people talking to each other. You know, who's good, who's not good, who would work. Who wouldn't work, you know, that kind of thing. L.A., there were so many names. We already mentioned Shadow Stevens. Oh, my goodness. Everybody that was cool came through KMET. I mean, one of my first interviews were with the two guys from The Doors, Manzarek and, uh, may he rest in peace, Ray Manzarek and Robbie Krieger okay. came by. They were plugging um, the latest Doors video on video cassette, right? Woo-hoo! Wow. wow, those were cool back then, weren't they? <laughs> Don Henley came by. I mean, people like that, just, it was, it was regular... It was a regular thing. And what they did was they signed the back of the door of the radio station. And that's, that's something that's transferred to KZFR, too. When artists come to KZFR, we make them sign the back of the door of the studio. <laughs> and you are bringing a lot of people through here. We should yeah. note, uh, without before we get too far on this, that 25 years are coming up. You're going to have, a, I guess, on July 6th. Um, you'll be marking the 25th anniversary, and you'll be having a party and celebration the month before. Yeah. We figured that... Chico, July, 110 degrees. <laughs> Let's party or in June, and maybe it'll only be 95. And so that's it. We kind we kind of didn't want to work too hard in in that kind of heat. And doing an outdoor show is 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 fun, but it's still work. And uh, we do have two. We have um, we have actually four shows that are coming up here within the next couple of weeks or so, uh, or next month or so. We've got this, the psychedelic band from San Francisco, Moon Alice. They're coming here at the end of May on May 29th, and they're playing at the Chico Women's Club. And then a week later, we've got environmental activist Bill McKibben at the Chico Masonic Family Lodge giving a, a speech about uh, global warming and whatever else comes to mind and having some question, questions and answers from uh, the audience, too. And then the, there's uh, the next week in, in June, June 10th and June 13th, we have two shows at what people around here like to call the Butcher Shop, but it's also called the End of Normal. The, the Butcher Shop is a series of shows that uh, folks put on, plays that folks put on and that have always been at that location, 2500 Estes Road, but it's, it's getting a new name. It's, it's being called the End of Normal now. So, uh, and it's an outdoor show. Uh, on Wednesday, June 10th, with um, James McMurtry, 
a really important singer-songwriter and Americana artist with his band. He's got a great band from Texas that's coming with him, and they're going to play. And then that following Saturday, Saturday, June 13th, another party at the end of Normal with some bands that are local, uh, Wolf Thump and Mossy Creek, Achilles Wheels from Nevada City, uh, Mia Dyson is a nation- nationally touring uh, band, and, and they've got a great response. That's all your. That's your twenty fifth celebration. That's the twenty fifth. Yeah. Okay. Twenty five hundred Estes Road Chico looks like yeah. for Estes Road Chico. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to attend that. And um, one reason for us getting together is the fact that uh, you know we started out on KDVS. We're, we're here with you guys at KZFR. Two stations very similar in outlook, very similar in approach. Mm-hmm. And I, I just wish that uh, there was more uh, interaction going on between these two institutions. That would be cool. We're we're open to that. We're we're very open to that. We you know some of our hosts um, probably play the same types of music and, and different types of music like that, different genres that that would appeal together. And the public affairs uh, hosts may want to you know if there's a certain guest or somebody that was really informative or somebody who's going to be in our area or some type of event. Yeah, we could. Use some synergy too. Sure, you guys. I look on Saturday here. You've got a uh, Island Rhythms, uh, yeah. Hawaiian music. We have Gary Gary B. Good plays Hawaiian music at KDVS. That's cool. a natural fit. We've got the Saturday morning folk show at Davis, and here on Mondays at nine a.m. you have a show called Woody and Friends. Yep. So I mean, my God, yep. why aren't these folks getting in the same room together? We need they to... should. Yeah, that's that's fine. We can do that. You can come up here, or we'll go down. Maybe we'll go to Davis. Maybe so. We could, we certainly do both. Have a, yeah. have a, we should do both. Yeah. The opportunity is available for anyone from KDVS and anyone else listening to come join your party, and maybe that'd be a way for some folks. And and if not, I'll I'll try and find out in the meantime after we air this how many KDVSers would like to like to make this trip up. Yeah. I see you've got a room here. We could we could certainly yeah. fill a room full of, of, of pizza and totally. maybe beer. Is that totally. allowed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. As long as it's Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You mentioned Sierra Nevada. They're quite a supporter of this station. I mean, they, God bless them. They are an incredible supporter of KZFR and uh, a lot of different community organizations in Chico just in general. They they are uh, behind the scenes in the support of a lot of different organizations. But for KZFR, they are our largest benefactor, without a doubt. They are probably our oldest benefactor or the benefactor who's been around for the longest. And their level of support has always been very, very generous. Their employees are very generous of their time, and that's been very helpful too. There's, there's some of their employees are DJs on the radio here, so it's, it's, it's a big happy family to, to a lot of degrees. So we appreciate their love and their respect. They, they respect KZFR, and we, we respect them back. Well, it's a tough business having a community radio station that doesn't depend on you know the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation and right. Sarah to, to yeah. keep things going. And I'm looking at your list of underwriters, and my God, you have well over 100 people that, that are regular underwriters of the station. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And some have been on, there's a, there's a bike shop downtown, Pull and Cyclery. They have, they've probably been on since the beginning, too, like Sierra Nevada. There's quite a few businesses in and around Chica that have been with KZFR forever. Uh, a realtor, Bill Carter Realty, he's another guy that comes to mind. He's just He's been on the radio forever, and you know that kind of support... Is, is really important to KZFR because you can you can go through your pledge drives and stuff like that and your pledge drives are all good but the people who are there during during the non-pledge drive times are really important our sustaining members are the same way too the people who give us donations once a month that's another thing that's really important they'll sign up okay for for uh, ten dollars a month I'll, you can you can take you know it out for 12 months in a row go yeah, but, and and that's that's been a really important stable source of income for KZFR. 
Well, there really is a, some direct links between between our two stations. I do have to mention one. I know you had a 15-year-old kid in Chico High here mm -hmm. some years back that had a show. Because I know I was here on his program, and he went on to KDVS and became the general manager later, and now he's winning Peabody Awards in New York City. Stephen Valentino, who also, by coincidence, happens to be my nephew. So that's a, that's a really wonderful thing they look at. Well, it is pretty cool. It's a small town in a lot of ways, too. You know what I mean? It's a small... Do you, do you have many other 15-year-olds that get, get shows? Actually, we do. We've had Duncan and Sophie come to mind. Okay. Uh, they, were, they did a Beatles show forever. They're now uh, 18 or so. Sophie's going off to college. Duncan's going to stay around and keep doing his show. Uh, but they did a Beatles show. They were strictly a half hour of Beatles music. and talk about the songs and you know how, when it was recorded, where it was recorded, stuff like that. Very informative show. We've got a young lady on the radio right now who I think might have been nine when she started. No. Yeah. Ginger. Ginger Nichols is her name. And she's on. She's got a kid's slot. And there's even another one. Jacenia used to do a show on Friday nights called The Kid Zone. And it was a lot of kid music and stuff. And she's gotten a little bit older. She's still on, but she's changed the name of her show to Flotsam and Jetsam, and it's more alternative rock and punk. <laughs> yeah, cool, good for her. Yeah. You know, you're jogging in memory. I do remember now when I was here in, in, your, in your old studio there, there was a, a children's yeah. show. People came in, actual yeah. kids came in and were yeah. reading stories, right. yeah. reading them on the air. Right. Non-commercial radio has been doing that, I think, for to its credit for, for a while. And commercial radio, on the other hand, doesn't, doesn't do that and doesn't really train people who are younger how to be on the radio or, or, or really what the radio is or what the radio is used for and stuff like that. So that's part of our continuing mission at KCFR. We should note there is a Chico State, of course, is based here and naturally in this town, and they have a station as well. Yep. Uh, do you guys do a lot of interaction between them? We do a decent amount. Some of our programmers do shows on their station too. Uh, mainly the, some of the jazz folks, and we have we have a good rapport with them. We consider them to be our our friends and not our competition. Mm -hmm. In 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 that regard, um, I mean, I th I think we certainly compete for for listener donations, but you know, I mean, that's the nature of of, of the way it goes. Uh, and and a lot of people are very generous. They're they are generous not only to us but uh, contribute to KCHO too. So they, you know, they they split it, and they they will frankly tell you this. Yep, I'm I take care of you guys, and I take care of KCHO. That's noble, it's admirable, and it's it, it just shows the love. Congratulations may be in order. Your guys' last pledge drive looks like it raised fifty seven seven thousand dollars. Yes, which is, which is a, a yep. no mean feat. That was the best we've ever done. The the fall before we did that was the best we'd ever done before. So we're kind of like setting setting new goals and stuff but by by about five thousand dollars that's awesome and that's once again that has to do with our listeners being there to support us our djs and programmers and public affairs folks doing great shows it's about kzfr being out and doing events and and being in on people's radar and their top of mind recollection we're we're very happy that we're this loved i mean the, the largesse if you will, and the sound for KZFR and, and community radio in general is, is yeah. amazing. Well, Rick, yeah. how did you wind up here in this fair city of Chico? It's a wonderful little town. If anyone, are, you know, anyone's been here, I think it does develop a certain affection for it. It's a cool place. But how did you wind up here? I was working in another market as a, in a commercial capacity, commercial DJ, and KFM, 
the owners of KFM at the time, 93.9, called me and said, we want you to come up here and take care of our rock and roll station. And I said, okay. So here I am. I do not regret it in any senses at all. It's been a wonderful transition, a wonderful move. This is the right place for me, and there's a lot of really, really good people in and around here. My my wife is ha- is happy. My family's happy. Um, one of my sons is going to Butte College. We've got another five-year-old and a wonderful kid. And I'm very happy, and I feel very lucky and very blessed. And I count my blessings. Well, over the years, I've been I've been glad to have visited here. I mean, my my sister lives here, and I found that I've got. Uh, uh, some cousins from the Hawaiian Islands that have been here since, I think, the 50s. Cool. Uh, yeah. My wife's Hawaiian, so they should talk. <laughs> they, they should they talk. They should talk. They would probably want to talk. Well, we'll have to work that <laughs> yeah, out right. uh, sometime in the not too future. My wife wants to find the right food. She wants good Hawaiian food. Yeah. Yeah, she makes her own gold clue Does she like poi? She loves poi. Okay, that makes two of us. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> I, I, know that, I know that the big joke when you go there is, you know, one cup can feed 10,000 tourists, but, you know, because uh, that's about... It's because they're wusses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Rick, let's talk a little bit about that, that 25th uh, special. I mean, that, that's, that's quite a milestone looking at your history from, uh, from the website. And it mentions a man named Eric Matheson, the founding father of KZFR. He started out in 1981 to build a translator to bring KPFA from Berkeley here. And then somebody said, hey, why don't you do some... Uh, some community content. Exactly. That the engineer in Berkeley said, "Why don't you just have your own station? You can do that as easily as as your other idea." And they went, "Okay, you're right. Let's try it." So it it, it took them a while to get it together, but it's they like did nine years. Yeah, <laughs> took a little bit of a time. Yeah, it took them a little while to get it together, and some of that was funding. Um, but yeah, they got it together and uh, got all of the licenses and all of that important stuff, and the tower built and the transmitter purchased and all of that and. Uh, it was quite the accomplishment. Um, back in the day, people used there was a studio in Chico, and they would record things on reel to reel, record an entire show on reel to reel, and then drive it to the Megalia transmitter site, which is about a fifty-minute drive, forty-five minutes easily. And then they would sit, they would play it in in the transmitter shack. It's not a it's not a building. It's a shack in the shack on a reel-to-reel, and sit there and wait in real time, you know, have a cup of coffee, you know, whatever they did wow. while it played. And then when the tape ran out, they had a little cart machine. They had a little machine that would play something while they got the other tape ready to go. <laughs> so, wow. Pretty hardcore. <laughs> that is hardcore. Uh, of course, and these days, uh, you gave me a little tour before we sat down to chat, and it's, you've got some really nice facilities here. Yeah. Yeah, we did a good job. About uh, four years ago, we were, we moved from um, basically what we just call the old studio, which is room 404 here in our building, and to another larger uh, room down the hall, and converted everything. Got new equipment, microphones, the whole the whole rig there, and also changed up our um, our transmitter links and stuff like that too. And recently, actually last year, we bought a new transmitter. We had to do our power to the tower transmitter thing because our old tra- our transmitter that we bought like 15, 16 years ago finally just died on us, for lack of a better way to put it. It was putting out a, a, a very high-pitched tone Ooh. along with the music. Along, yeah, that's, yeah. So it was screaming Unwelcome along with the edition, music. Yeah. And it wasn't just, you know, Yoko Ono records <laughs> or whatever, so... You've got 6,300 watts now, it looks like, yeah. which is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, and it goes from, you know, we can hear us about uh, south of Red Bluff. It, it fades going, going north, but you can hear us all the way to the 
coastal mountains and then pretty close to the Sacramento airport, almost to Woodland, you know, and then it gets back up in the hills a little bit, but um, the, the ridges do start to block it. And then, yeah. of course, we're, we're everywhere on the World Wide Web. We have the, both mobile apps, two, the Apple app and the, and the uh, Android. Made sure to do that a couple of years ago, too, because as things were expanding and, and all the digital platforms were getting more and more important, and cars were coming out, Doug, without radios in them. So you figure you better you yeah. better get on the internet bandwagon there right away. Your website also mentions you got 120 community volunteers, but that's just a snapshot of right now. I mean, right. If you took yeah. people that have been in and out and oh, come my and goodness. go, I mean, you must be 500 to 1,000 people. Yeah, it's probably imagine. a good 1,000 or so now that I think about it through all those years. And there's quite a few people who are really important who came, came in you know, for two or three years, did a lot of work for this radio station, and then moved on to something else, or maybe they moved out of town, or maybe they just got busy in their own life. That's been something that, that KZFR has been really lucky to have, is a really good group of energetic people to come in for however long they can handle it and work and, and you know be a, a vital part of the radio station. I mean, there's people who've, who've been here since we started, too. Well, if everybody shows up for this shindig, you're going to have one whale of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. There's plenty of room down there. <laughs> yeah. It's in an orchard, I guess. Yeah, it's in the back. Yeah, it's in an orchard. It's outdoors, and we've got a stage, and it'll be cool. It'll be awesome. Outstanding. Well, we certainly will be in attendance, and hope that a lot of people that are listening to this. Well, of course, uh, KZFR listeners are, are going to be well aware of this. I hope, but uh, let's let's uh, hope we spread the message down to the greater Sacramento area because a lot of folks. Uh, That'd be cool. Come and go. That'd be cool, especially the James McMurtry show, y'all. Okay. You know, all you Sacramento folks would really love James McMurtry. I don't know if he's coming down there or not. He might be. James McMurtry is a great is a great show, and I don't think Bill McKibben's anywhere in Sacramento area either. If you want to see, I don't think so. No. If you want to see Bill McKibben and hear his message, and it's a very important message, and if there are any activists down there, environmental activists, this is the guy you should see, and you'll be motivated to to bigger and and better things if if you go see him. So. Well, Rick Anderson, it has been a pleasure to speak with you finally on, on, on the program. I hope we'll do this again sometime. Sure. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to all these events, and I know yep. a lot of people are going to want to attend. Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. We love you, man.